Welcome to Guys Telling Stories. I'm your host, Rich Douglas. Excited to tell you about some travel plans. That's right. We're talking today about biking Martha's Vineyard. It's our annual bike trip. For those of you that are new to the podcast, we're talking bike tourism. We're talking travel. We're talking about going to a place, riding around. Sometimes it's from point A to point B. And this time we're talking about going to the island of Martha's Vineyard. Our amazing guest, Simon from Great Bike Tours, is here to talk all about the annual trip that he has there with his tour company. And not only does he take people to Martha's Vineyard, Great Bike Tours takes people up and down the East Coast. He even has a uh, ride they do out in New Zealand. Quick note of housekeeping. Some of you are asking, where's Bill? Well, rest assured, Bill's okay. He's doing just fine. Currently, this weekend, he's down in West Virginia getting one of his trivia businesses off the ground. Um, he's been working harder than ever this year. He's out of town, but he'll be back on the podcast soon, I'm sure. So what's the deal with biking Martha's Vineyard? Well, once a year, I plan and organize a bike vacation, uh, cycling, riding bikes. We usually ride from one place to another, and we meet at the end with family. We enjoy a couple days at that amazing location, and then we head back home. Um, first one we did was New York City. We did Pittsburgh to D.C., Last year, we did uh, Key West, and this year, we wanted to try something a little bit different. So we found this unique location, the island of Martha's Vineyard, and the plan was to fly in directly and then have a home base, get a little Airbnb with the family, rent some bikes, and ride around for the week. That way, we could take it easy if we wanted to have an off day, if the weather wasn't so great. Um, We could also hop on a ferry over to Nantucket for the day, ride around there, check out the sights. Those of you that aren't familiar with Martha's Vineyard, it is an island right off the coast of Cape Cod. Uh, Cape Cod being the mainland is a little bit south of Boston, Massachusetts, and a little bit east of Rhode Island. So it is the perfect location for us to take uh, this bike trip. Contrary to popular belief, uh, you can fly right in to Martha's Vineyard. Most people think you got to take a ferry. And there are ferries daily, you know, to and from the mainland to the island and uh, to Nantucket as well. So just imagine this. You take a vacation, you're relaxing, but you want to have an adventure too. And instead of having to Uber somewhere or hop in a car, you can just hop on a bike. And growing up, I always loved riding my bike, going to the playground, playing basketball. So we've been doing this trip for five years now, and I want to keep the tradition alive. So one day, you know, maybe I'll do it with my own kids. But let's be real. There's some hurdles, right? You you have to plan it. There's logistics, there's a cost. And, you know, hopping on a bike and riding 30, 40, 50 miles a day, you got to be in shape. Um, You got to be safe. You got to know like where you're going. You got to have some contingency plans. If you get a flat tire last year at Key West, man, we got like eight flat tires. It was terrible. Um, But I love planning this type of travel because there's a payoff at the end. It's uh, completely undescribable to me where you have family, friends, People you meet and remember for the rest of your life, uh, all, all because of a, a little trip you like the plan that's a little bit different than the norm. So, all right, before we get to our guest, though, quick reminder, if you're new to the show, do us a favor and hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to let us know your favorite part of this Biking Martha's Vineyard podcast in the comments section below. All right, let's get to our guest, Simon Burroughs. He's the owner and founder of Great Bike Tours. It's a bicycle vacation and tour company that does multiple rides every single year, like I said before, up and down the East Coast of the United States, and they even plan one over in New Zealand. Having recently gotten back from our own biking Martha's Vineyard trip, I was hoping to connect with Simon, hear some stories, 
stories about Oak Bluffs, Agartown, Up Island, Down Island. Maybe talk a little lobster rolls, Nantucket, if we have time. And, uh, and share with you the story of visiting this awesome island. All right, let's talk to Simon. All right, Simon, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to join you today. Before we get uh, started talking about the trip, though, maybe you could uh, tell people where's the best place for them to go to learn a little bit more about you and your company online. Well, we do a total of nine different trips, and the uh, we do a trip uh, to uh, Martha's Vineyard. We actually combine Martha's, Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket in one trip. And uh, the best way to get in contact with us to find out more about that is on our website. Uh, our company is called Great Bike Tours, and the uh, website is greatbiketours.com. And at the very top, you'll see a list of all the different destinations and Click on Martha's Vineyard and you'll learn everything you wanted to know. That sounds good. Yeah, I've been looking over the itinerary that you do, and it is it seems like it's just you know the perfect way to see the island. Um, I'm curious, though, uh, what's a guy like you doing starting a bike tour company? What's the story behind, uh, behind that? Well, I mean, I have always been interested in cycling. Um, the, uh, the unique thing about, um, you know, we, we've all done plenty of traveling in our lives, but... Uh, once you kind of uh, go on somebody else's bike tour, which I did for the first time, and then it, it, you just see everything at a completely different pace that I just kind of thought that I wanted to be able to uh, come up with my own destinations and take people to places that I thought were particularly special and, and see it at, at a slow pace whereby, you know, if you're traveling in, in a car, you know, you have your windows up and, you know, often when you're driving through an area, you tend to remember what was on the radio. But, I mean, that's kind of crazy. It's just nice to be able to be on your bike and you can smell the smells, uh, pleasant smells, and uh, feel the wind in your hair. And it's just uh, – it, it just leaves so much more indelible memories when, you, when you're on a bicycle. And I, I love sharing that with people. Yeah, that's great. Well, focusing on Martha's Vineyard, what was it like uh, biking Martha's Vineyard that very first time for you? Uh, it was uh, neat, especially neat because when you approach the island, you are pretty much everyone arrives on a ferry. I mean, you could catch a flight, but pretty mm-hmm. much everyone comes in on a boat, and it's just uh, it's bustling with activity, but it's bustling with lots of people on bicycles. Um, I think partly that is because it's quite expensive to take a car over there, but partly because the island is so conducive to cycling, uh, everyone is bicycle friendly, at least for the most part. Uh, there's lots of bike paths, which I'm sure we can talk about in a few minutes. And um, it, it's, when you first arrive, it's like, wow, this is, the, this is the place to be on a bicycle. I wouldn't want to be here on a car. And uh, it's just a, it's just a, a lovely feeling when you first arrive. Yeah, that oak, that oak bluffs harbor where you know everyone's getting off. Um, if if that you're taking the ferry, that is, it's just there's an energy to that city center that is almost. Um, you can feel it. And, and, and like you said, there's, of course, people walking around. And, yeah, there's cars, too, so a little bit of traffic. But um, just everywhere you look, there's just a, a bicycle gang or, or two people walking a bike or someone pushing a stroller. Or, um, it, for, our, for our trip, but we actually got the bike trailer as well. So I had my son in tow, and he was behind me and my father-in-law. And it was, it was a really special sight to see. So, so it sounds like Martha's Vineyard is one of those special places, uh, not only for me and for you, but you know, kind of for everybody. So um now when you were first exploring the island by bike um any stories or memories uh come to mind um well you know it's although it's a relatively small island it is fun exploring um 
all the different areas. You, you, you would think it would just have a universal feel, but when you come into the uh, Oak Bluffs, for example, it's, it is bustling with activity. And, and as you learn, there's sort of three main um, communities in the island. Oak Bluffs is one of them. And uh, it's sort of known as more of the kind of the, the party town, if you will, in terms of a bit more nightlife than some of the other towns, which could be a bit more sleepy. But, uh, you know, you can find whatever you want on this island. You can you can have a bit more nightlife in some of the towns. You can go to the western part of the island, um, which they call uh, Up Island. And um, it's kind of there you find more sort of quiet simplicity. It's sort of... Uh, lovely stone walls everywhere you go and, and kind of uh, cobblestone driveways that you're not quite sure where they lead to, but that's actually at the part of the island where quite a few famous people and movie stars tend to have uh, summer houses. No names on the mailboxes. You have no idea who lives down there. But these these people that go out there that, that may be famous, um, they, they don't want to be seen necessarily. So it's 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 kind of, uh, kind of neat knowing that this is the chosen place for for many people to come on vacation, but at the same time, it, it does seem pretty pretty quiet uh, being on a bicycle. So that's that's nice too. Yeah, one of the things that surprised me the most is um, take for example the contrast between that 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 energy and that that bustle and like you mentioned, restaurants, nightlife of Oak Bluffs. But once you go maybe a mile or two uh, west, you start to actually come across uh, some farmland. You start to come across very very spread out homes, and uh, we took a wrong turn or two and ended up basically on an old town trail that was beautiful and it's like wow this th- you're not going to see this in a car you're not going to see it uh you know listed on a map you're not going to see it you know maybe even on a website somewhere it's just uh we kind of had fun getting lost but it really surprised me uh how much farmland and kind of like open open space there was yeah no and as you say especially sort of when you get out towards the western uh part of this uh, of this small island and there's even just to visit the different fishing communities, it's uh, they, they are so authentically uh, New England, if you will. Um, you know, you can just wander down the, the jetty and, and talk to the folks and find out what they're what, what they've just caught. And uh, there's a town called Menemsha on the western side of the island where um, they have a little restaurant there, and, and the, literally the, the the fresh food comes in from the boats. It goes to the restaurant. They have these little tables outside. No no indoor seating. But it's it's rated as the number one, uh, you know, food uh, restaurant in in the whole island just because it's so fresh, so authentic, and it's just oh wow, this is just kind of Cape Cod, you know. <laughs> oh, I I completely agree. We we made it a point to to stop by there um, when we were tra- on bike west. We we it was a, it was a long day, like kind of rolling hills, and uh, and our our wives, they the the girls, they kind of drove over and met us. So we were. We were just going to take the ride back, but we made sure to stop uh, uh, there for uh, for uh, what, what did we get? We got a lobster roll, and uh, and and there was a line, and uh, you're literally everything you're saying is true. We were we there were people picking out their lobsters, uh, taking them home. Uh, some were cooked, some were <laughs> some were yep. you know, and it was a it was a special town. So, um, well, let's get right into the biking aspect of it. If you if you're kind of talking to the people who are interested in biking and, and travel, you know, tourism, what are the conditions of the trails or what's the traffic like? Can you sort of describe the environment a little bit? Yeah. I, you know, as with a lot of, um, oh, islands, um, at least on the East coast, um, a lot of the islands do get a little bit busy 
in the summertime, uh, whether it's Martha's Vineyard, Nantucket. Um, so we actually try and concentrate our trips there a little bit off-season. So, for example, we go this particular year, we're going in first, second week of September. So when some of the kids have gone back to school and it's not quite as crazy, I mean, it's a beautiful place to go to in the summer, but our groups, we tend to have uh, 15, 20 people. And, um, you know, we like, we like to have it a bit more to ourselves. So um, but back to the conditions, they are... They're, they're, I think anytime you go on an island like that, you have to be comfortable with both going on trails. I mean, it'd be lovely if one could go on paved trails throughout the whole island and never set foot on the road. That might be the ideal situation, but um, you, you really do have to be comfortable cycling on the roads. And uh, hence, uh, that's why we do like to go in in September, or at least after Labor Day. Uh, the um, the roads, they, they're definitely used to bicycles. Um for the odd people that are not used to bicycles, we do have both a big neon safety triangle on the back of our bike. We have a flashing red light, so everyone can definitely see us. And we, you know, instruct our cyclists to be as, uh, you know, safe as possible, uh, cycle single file. Um, and then, you know, we, we love it when we get on the actual trails. Uh, Martha's Vineyard has about 44 miles of trails that crisscross the island. Um, what we do tell our folks that is that um, even the trails, you know, you still need to, you know, um, you have your, have your wits about you because, you know, maybe there was a wind the night before and there might be some twigs that might have fallen down and, and, and you might encounter other tourists, not necessarily your children, but uh, some other kids that, uh, you know, maybe you've been on a bike for the first time and they are on one of these trails and you just need to, you need to be, be alert just in case they start weaving around the trail and you're, you're busy looking off to the side and looking at the lovely lighthouse or whatever it might be. you just uh, uh, While it is gorgeous, you, you do need to be careful as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I was surprised at uh, how connected all the trails are. For example, when we went from Oak Bluffs down to Edgartown, our goal was to get to South Beach. We weren't even going to stop re- until we saw, you know, until we saw the beach. But there are a few, there are a few sections where the the bike trail ends, and you, like you said, you have to have your wits about yourself because um, Google Maps, if you have your your phone on or you're using Garmin or something, it might tell you to keep going straight, but uh, there's a sign and it says bikes go left and it's for a reason and and you'll figure that reason out pretty quickly is because it's a very narrow road for maybe a half a mile and and you really should follow the sign um one of the things that surprised us that you mentioned though was the crisscrossing paths throughout the island um it was our goal to ride along the coast which was uh very scenic and beautiful but i was surprised at how um how many bike trails were, were basically from, if you kind of view the island like a triangle, sort of uh, right through the middle, like right right along the side of where the airport is or, um, you know, up and down. So it's a definitely another option for people to take. Do you guys have a preferred route that you take? Is it along the coast? Is it through the middle? Yeah, actually, each of, our, each of the days we do have a, a, a route which we want our cyclists to take, uh, whether it's on this island or wherever we go. So... On this particular um, tour, we are on Martha's Vineyard for about two and a half days. So, um, you know, let's say day one, we we have a a printed um, route that we give to people that includes maps. And it it helps to – it lends some structure to the day. It doesn't mean people can't stop and go at their own pace. It's not as if 
there's one person leading at the front and everyone else is following and you don't feel like you have to keep up or anything because everyone has this little piece of paper and we, and we attach it to a little map case on the handlebars. Everyone, you know, as long as we see you at dinner in the, in the evening, <laughs> uh, we're fine. But we, we do have some fun things along the way in terms of we try and visit Maybe it might be an art gallery or a glass-blowing place. I mean, there's so many artisans on the island that we want to share with people. You might not know it when you're cycling by. So sometimes we have a little tour that's scheduled. Um, so, yeah, people are definitely welcome to go at their own pace. But it, it does help if they somewhat stick to the route, partly because – we have designed this to take in the most number of highlights of a particular part of the island. And secondly, because us as tour guides or owners are, we're kind of like the the, the sheepdogs, you know. We're keeping an eye on everybody. If anyone has a flat tire, it's up to us to find the people. Um, if anyone has any problems with their bikes or anybody wants a, a ride in our van, we have a 15-passenger van that basically follows everyone sometimes it's a bit difficult when they're on the bike path but uh, you might wait at a certain intersection and then you know count your chickens as they come along and if you're supposed to have 18 people you 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 hope hopefully you will come up with 18 people and then one of our guides will be with the group cycling at the very back um not not trying to you know push them along but just making sure everyone's okay and if somebody wants to stop and spend some time in the gallery you know they might call the person in the van and say hey john and mary decided to stop a while so don't worry about them they'll be fine they'll check in later kind of thing so it's really designed so that everyone can have a a great time do their own thing but somewhat stay within the structure of what we have planned just so that we we, we, we feel like we're not losing people makes a lot of sense do you do you recall a time when something went wrong on one of the tours and you just had to think on your feet to solve the problem yeah, I mean, it, it. You know, I've been doing this for over twenty years, and you know, you've kind of, you've kind of, eventually feel like you've seen it all, kind of thing. Um, you know, in Martha's Vineyard, it might just be because of these so-called crisscrossing bike paths, and by the time you've made one or two wrong turns, it, you know. I mean, thank goodness for, for Google Maps. I mean, back in the day when that didn't exist, you know, you wouldn't know where you were, um, but. It's also helpful that everyone has uh, cell phones, but so they can kind of call us up and say, "Hey, Simon, um, hate to say this, but I have no idea where I am." <laughs> um, but I, one more pertinent uh, example of things that can go wrong is, um, I guess, two years ago we were on Martha's Vineyard and there was a, a tropical storm coming through. It was uh, Jose, I believe, and um, we had to make a decision as to whether to stay on the island and, and ride it out. Not that that's any kind of danger because we have a lovely inn, a lovely B&B to stay at, um, but whether we needed to get to the mainland because what tends to happen on Martha's Vineyard and several islands like that is that once the the, the conditions on the water get too crazy, um, the ferries stop and there's no way for you to leave the island. So we actually looked at, uh, we kind of played amateur meteorologist and we decided to, make the decision to leave the island um, just maybe a day early. And what we did was kind of made up our plan for the rest of the week on the mainland of Cape Cod. Rather than going to uh, Nantucket, we did it on the mainland, uh, just on the fly, came up with a really good alternative. And the, the, the other bike tour company that decided to stay 
um, on Martha's Vineyard ended up staying for you know three or four days before they could even leave. So they had missed all their flights back home, and it was a disaster for them. And thankfully, our our, our staff uh, had to. Had the, had the wits about them to to think ahead, and uh, it it worked out perfectly. But it was a, it was a strange trip. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds like um it's uh, we had a similar issue. Not, but it was uh it, it was a tornado warning, and I, I didn't realize this was on our cell phones. But everyone's phone started going off like uh, like an amber <laughs> alert, like you know, right, right. and and the baby was asleep, and it was nap time. We we were home anyway because it, it was raining that day, and we were just gonna you know take a rest. But um, it said a tornado. Tornado was coming, and my father-in-law is he uh, he's like, well, should we get in the basement? And he's uh, you know opening the basement door, and we um, we had a like a like a beautiful like Airbnb, and so we just decided to uh, just sit inside and watch it rain, and uh, and it was it was really a sight to see. Everything was fine, where whatever winds were powerful enough for it to be called a tornado, maybe touched down for five minutes. And like you said, some twigs might have fallen, maybe a branch here or there, but um, more than anything else, it was just uh, it was sort of scary because uh, because they called it a tornado. And you got to think to yourself, it's like, well, man, this is, are we going to survive this? But of course, everything was fine. Um, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we do on, on, on all of our trips, we do a little kind of safety talk at the beginning of the week, just trying to think of all possibilities to, to warn people about, not to make them nervous, but just... You know, thunderstorms might be one of them. Some people come from parts of the country that don't have regular thunderstorms and they don't really know what to do kind of thing. And, you know, you're on your bike and us as guides, if we're driving that van, we, we, we run around and, you know, scoop people up as quick as we can, but we can't always get there instantaneously. So, you know, it's just if you live in a thunderstorm area, you you, you know not to go you know, stand under the only tree that's in the field kind of thing. But yeah. uh, not not everyone knows that. So we have a little sort of a, a lesson, if you will, <laughs> yeah. at the very beginning, just so that people people might understand that if you're in a wide open field on a metal bicycle, then maybe you shouldn't be there. You know, <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, you mentioned that with this store in particular, that you do head over and spend the night in Nantucket. So if I could ask you maybe to kind of compare or just maybe mention some highlights of that island uh, as well. We, we did the exact same thing. We went over, we only stayed for the day. We didn't stay overnight, but um, how would you describe the, the biking environment of Nantucket? It's, you know, it's probably a little bit, um, I, I mean, it's completely different than we always ask people at the end of our trip which island they like most, and it's about 50-50 their answer, but Nantucket's a little bit harder to get to, it's a little bit further from the land, which means that uh, I think there's a little bit less uh, less people. There is a little village um, of Nantucket on the island of Nantucket, but that little village, yeah, it's a little bit busy downtown. There's cobblestone streets which are which are quaint, but are really impossible to cycle on. <laughs> um, but once you get out of the town, there's once again gorgeous uh, bike paths. It's a bit, uh, it's a small island, so it's easier to uh, to navigate, if you will. But uh, equal number of highlights, um, and you know, both islands are great in that. Unlike the mainland, there's really no. There's no traffic lights. There's no neon signs. No, no fast food restaurants. It's just uh, it's, it's very charming. Uh, both islands. Um, you kind of feel like you're stepping back in time a little bit. 
Yeah, my wife personally, she seems to enjoy just the atmosphere of Nantucket better. She she loves the way that it just has uh, like a more calm feel to it, and as opposed to maybe that energy we mentioned before in certain parts of Martha's Vineyard. Um, but I will say that some people, like you said, it's 50-50. Some might find it a little more boring, though, because there's uh, maybe less to do. And if that's what you're looking for, that's a great place to go. But in terms of biking, you know, you can head to this beach, you can head to that beach. Um, I think there's a brewery in the middle. You could stop there for for a drink and sometimes they have live music uh, but then honestly you kind of seen the island in about 24 hours or um you know if if you have to take the last ferry out that night you saw it in a day so yeah we're, we're there for about two days i suppose uh, two nights and maybe two and a half days and uh yeah no i mean we do pretty much see every single corner of the island uh there's lots of lighthouses to go and visit um there's uh a life-saving museum, which is fascinating. You know, they, they'll, they'll kind of do a tour just for you. Uh, there's a whaling museum in downtown Nantucket, which is actually the, the most popular thing to do um, on the island. Um, it has a rich uh, history of, uh, of whaling. Um, the book Moby Dick was, was based in this area. And uh, now the, the more you delve into it, the more there is uh, to see. Um, and um, yeah, I don't I don't know which one I like more myself either. But uh, uh, wh- what we do try and do on our trips as well is not just this one, but a lot of our trips are by the water, by the ocean, on islands, and we do try and get out on the water if we can as well, because we do sometimes. I mean, besides being on a ferry, we do note that uh, you can see a different perspective of an island uh, of the area when you're on the water kind of looking back on the island and you can see all these gorgeous, you know, whaling, old old whaling uh, captains homes facing the water. And it's just like, wow, I couldn't see that from the road. Um, so quite often we will either go kayaking, um, obviously in calm waters, not in the ocean. And then when we back to um, Martha's Vineyard, when we are there in Edgartown, we go sailing. So it's sort of a sunset sail. Um, and we normally charter the boat just for our group of uh, 15, 20 people. And it's this huge catamaran, and, and uh, yeah, we'll just go off and have a little sunset sail for an hour and a half, and we'll serve some you know, margaritas and snacks, and then they'll, we'll come back, and they'll have dinner on their own, and it's just a, a lovely end to the day. Yeah, we can't recommend that enough uh, to all our listeners. Anytime we're talking travel, um, and other guests we've had on have done the same thing. They said, you know, get out on the water. Even if, like you mentioned, you know, you, you have to take a ferry over, get back out there just to kind of see the island from uh, from a different point of view, a different perspective. So, so that's great. Definitely. Well, Definitely. Um, to, to somebody that maybe hasn't done this before, maybe it's not necessarily their first bike tour, but maybe it is. What advice would you give to someone doing one of the tours of this Cape Cod area for the first time? I would say, you know, don't be intimidated by whatever you think a bike tour might be if you haven't been on one before. I mean, sometimes, you know, we might all see groups of people cycling on roads and they're all like really close to each other and overtaking each other and it it looks a bit intense. Uh, You know, we are not so much into that. We're much more, you know, it's a it's supposed to be enjoyable. It's not supposed to be stressful. You can go as slow, as fast as you want. If you don't feel like you're able to keep up, it's really not a problem. We have people um, in, our, in their 20s and 30s. I'd, I'd say the largest percentage of the, uh, the people that come on our trips would be in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, um, sometimes even 80s. 
we, we also offer electric uh, assist bikes, which uh, you still have to pedal, but it allows, um, for example, it allows a, maybe if you have a couple that maybe one of uh, half the couple would be a stronger cyclist than the other one. So then it's like one is always waiting for the other, or even in the extreme circumstances, sometimes uh, one of them might go on a vacation uh, cycling and the other one has to stay at home, which is kind of a shame. But this is more of an equalizer, having an electric bike. Um, but whether you have that or not, it's... Um, it really is meant to be a, a vacation that you enjoy. You don't have to uh, stress about keeping up. And uh, we, we, we just uh, urge you to, to give it a try. Um, I'd say, you know, 99% of the people get hooked and just can't wait to do it again. Um, I, I can't even think of anyone that decided that, no, this isn't for me. You know, it's, a, it's just a, a wonderful way to travel and it does become addictive. Yeah, and to anyone out there thinking that it is not for them, it would be interesting for them to maybe hop on one of those e-bikes uh, just to see if it's, it provides a new level of comfort. Um, it can seem intimidating to look at 20 miles or 40 miles as, as the option for the day. But if you are able to get a little bit of assistance, meaning there's a hill or you don't really have to worry about changing gears as much because when it starts to get tough, that that, that pedal assist kicks in. Um, you know, it's just maybe something that they can try before they uh, tackle a tour. And if they like it, then then there's really no, uh, you know, not a high barrier to entry there. So, No, no, definitely. And, you know, sometimes when we're on islands or areas that have lots of trails, it, it might be a bit more difficult to us to keep an eye on on the cyclists, but on the areas where we're on the road the whole time, uh, you know, we'll tell people in the morning, we'll have a little talk in the morning and we'll say, okay, uh, today it's going to be a 35-mile bike ride, but you can basically go any distance between zero and 35. If you come to us and say, hey, I think I can only do 10 miles, uh, we'll say, yeah, that's great. Um, give me a few secs and we'll come up with the 10, you know, best miles with the, with the best views um, scenery, in our opinion, and uh, you know maybe we'll shuttle you for five minutes in the van. We have a we have this amazing looking van. Um, in fact, we have two of them. It's a fifteen passenger van, and all the bikes go up top, so it looks quite the sight when you're going down the road. And it's very easy to pick people up, drop them off. If you wake up in the morning and you know you haven't your cup cup of coffee hasn't quite kicked in yet, no problem. Come join us in the van. You know, come listen to some music, and uh, we, we just you'll still see all the same sites. And in, in fact, in the extreme, sometimes we do have people that um, might be joining a family member and they just really want to be with a the family. They really want to see the area and they might not have a desire or an intention of getting on the bike at all, <laughs> but they still have just as much fun and, and we make sure of it. Yeah. The, the lobster rolls still taste the, still taste just as good, whether you did. <laughs> Zero miles exactly. or 10 miles, yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, Simon, th I wanted to thank you for taking the time to, to talk specifically about uh, Martha's Vineyard and the Nantucket tour you do. But I do know, and you mentioned earlier, that you do quite quite a few other tours. Do you want to kind of maybe plug those or let people know uh, some of the highlights or anything else uh, about your company? Yeah, most of the tours are up and down the East Coast. We're actually based in Vermont, so... Uh, we try and do the tours within driving distance of, of where we're based. We're basically, we're, you know, family run operation. Um, so we just basically have one headquarters uh, in Vermont. Um, and we do tours from Vermont down to obviously Martha's Vineyard, Nantucket. We do one in um, New York State in the Adirondacks. We do one in the um, 
And that's about the only one that's kind of inland, and then we do Rhode Island. Uh, that is specifically called a bike and boat. I mentioned that boating is sometimes incorporated, but that, because it's right by the water, is really um, a key component. Uh, moving on down south, we do one in South Carolina, taking in Hilton Head, and that's by the water too. Uh, the Georgia coast, the Florida Keys. Um, so that's all the way down uh, to the, the very far south. And so we, those are eight trips, and then we do one more. Uh, we have one international trip, and that is in New Zealand. And we do that one in, the, in their summertime, so that's more like uh, February and March. So that, that kind of rounds it out, and uh, that, uh, that keeps us busy. And, uh, and, and we, love, uh, we love working for the company and owning the company and uh, sharing vacations with, with everybody else. It's a wonderful lifestyle. Well, that's great. And one more time, where's the best place for someone to go to find out some more information about one of the tours? Uh, the, the website is uh, greatbiketours.com. Uh, you're welcome to contact me, Simon, uh, personally, if you want. Uh, the, the email address is simply info at greatbiketours.com. That's great. Well, Simon, thanks so much for doing the show. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much, and uh, I hope to see you in the in the islands. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Wow. Well, let me just say, great talk with Simon, and if you haven't been to the Martha's Vineyard, that Oak Bluff is a sight to see. I feel like we could have done an entire episode just on uh, just on that little part of town. Probably a whole other episode on just Edgar Town or even Nantucket. Speaking of doing another episode. If any of you out there are listening and are interested in maybe a Martha's Vineyard restaurant or nightlife episode, just let us know. We ate so many lobster rolls. We found all the best drink spots, good happy hours. And what I'm saying is we'd be happy to share those tips and recommendations if that's something you're interested in and uh, in having us do for you. So just let us know. All right, let's wind this thing down. If you're new to the show, please hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like this episode, then let us know in the comments section. Also, you can send us a message online at guystellingstories.com. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, I'm Rich Douglas. Until next time. <laughs>